Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. He's into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 145 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Be yourself. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Be yourself. You want to talk about Look that? How happy you are when the mic is, is turned on. Yeah, I know. I need it. It's amazing. It's therapy. Yeah. It really is. That's, or, you know, your cousin's fascinations. We don't want to speak <laughs> on them on this podcast. We should have an episode dedicated to, to him. What do you mean? And just talk about all his fascinations. Love the guy. Yeah. All right. Let's get right into it with the NBA talk from the All-Star Weekend. Um, Matt McClung <laughs> yeah. wins the dunk contest. <laughs> First of all, you tweeted and called him Matt. You didn't even know his name, and he won the dunk contest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for what it's worth. That boy. That's serious, yo. I might be like a a legitimately walking curse. Yeah. I'm considering it, bro. I'm really. I I said. I tweeted. Matt Matt McClung participating (laughs) in the NBA All-Star Slam Dunk Contest is fucking insane. (laughs) And he won. (laughs) The kiss of death. That's really the kiss of death, bro. Um, I can't, dude. The dunks that he threw down were amazing. I can't believe that he can do that. Was it amazing because of his? Uh, because you weren't expecting it, so it was like it was like there was more of a wow factor. Partially, and then the other fact is like last year the dunk contest was the worst dunk contest ever because they well here's the he made all of his dunks. Uh, yeah. When these players dunk, they miss three and four before they make them. We need to talk about that dude Sims on New York. And he dunked uh, and nobody cheered, nothing. Somebody put on Twitter. And the whole prop thing, he it, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Well, it's all about gimmicks now and shows. Yeah, but the prop, it took him like a whole 10 seconds to open up the goddamn letter. It said 50 on there, whatever. Yeah, he's garbage. It was horrible. I was laughing because they were roasting McClung on Twitter, and they were like, you know America's on their deathbed when a white man wins the dunk contest, the Black (laughs) History Month. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) And I just started laughing. And then when I saw, when I was looking at it, um, the first dunk where he hit the backboard and then dunked it, I mean, he's short. That's cool. The the hang time is crazy. That's cool. Pause. 
Yeah, for real. Yeah, for for real. For and then real. was it uh Nick Batum that say that Matt McClung got bounced? Oh no, nah, it was uh it was Stefan Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. Stefan Gilmore tweeted. Hold on, I gotta pull this up. This, I, was, this was crazy, bro. This was the, the first dunk contest though in a few years that was actually fun. The Gilly Lock. Matt Mac McClung got crazy bounce. LOL. I said, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Um, then Dame Lillard won the three-point contest. Yeah. Hard to believe that's his first one. Well, this, that was his third time participating. That's so. what I mean. And he, and he only won it once. Because, I mean, you know, Dame, he's he's awesome as a shooter. Dame time. But he went off in that last round. He's a beast. He really is. He He's uh, rotting in Portland. He is, It's man. sad. I want to see, because he can go win a title. hundred percent. He's got that kind of talent that he can go. He just needs something. And that team is just, they're just not it. Do you think this is his last year in Portland? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I would probably say, yeah. And I I know he's he's starting to appreciate a little bit of the moments because he really wanted to win the the three-point contest. Yeah, and look. And now he says, I think he's done with it. Yeah, with Portland, he tried for his whole career. He's never missed the playoffs, even from from his rookie year. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, everybody respects Dame. He's awesome. He can be so much more. Yep. He's in a small market. The team's not very good. And the only reason that they're hovering 500, I think they're 28 and 29 or something like that. The only reason that they're there is because of him. Yep. The Sixers would be the best fit because he needs a big man. If he had a big man to pair with, with Damian Lillard, that's hard to stop. Yeah. I know. It would be because he's not scared to take the last shot. He he welcomes and he makes that. them. Yeah. And and he could shoot wherever on the court. This is a guy that, that could that can win you a title. It's a shame that he's he, he no, he is staying he's staying in uh, Portland for the time being. I don't understand it. I mean, yo, shout out to him for being loyal. But yeah, but I but, mean but at but some today, point but in today's NBA, you're not more respected for staying for you know with one team. And so, you're actually more respected if you you know, went somewhere else and won. Because it's all about control. Then, then like, oh, yeah, well, he's an NBA champion, yeah. Damian Lillard. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, I got it. It's just hard with Lillard because it's like, you know, at what point do you just say, like, enough? Like, you gave it everything you had. And that's why I think he's so respected is because everybody knows he tried to stay there and build and win. But after they traded McCollum last year. Well, yeah, what's left? There's nothing. I mean, and then they were talking about him getting Ben Simmons. Like, No. Ben Simmons stinks. Well, that was last year, but still. I mean, he's got 43 million reasons why. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's just like it's tough because I really want to see him win because he's a good dude and he's a a fucking great player. It's just a a shitty situation for him. What's a good comparison for Damian Lillard, do you think? What do you mean? A good comparison, a good player comparison in any sport. What's a good comparison for him? I don't even I don't even know off the top of my head. Like somebody that just stayed put and never won. Yeah. I mean I was gonna oh, I was thinking of Dan Marino, but he never went to the finals. Yeah. I mean you so. could say I mean Iverson. Mm-hmm. He stayed yeah, but he in Iverson Philly. went to the finals. Yeah, Iverson did go to the finals and then Damn, he went that's... to the Nuggets and then he went to the Grizzlies and then he went to the Pistons or something. Um would you say would you would you say uh Tracy McGrady? Yeah, that's a good one too. That's really good because he was with the Magic, he was with the Raptors, yo, the Rockets. Tracy McGrady with the Magic. Hey, yo. I know. That was something serious, bro. Yeah. Like he was really, really good. But um, I love Damian Lillard, man. I want him, I want to see Tracy him McGrady, I would probably say is great. Is a great comparison. You know who else it could have been, but he got traded and won a title in that first year when he got traded mid year? Kevin Garnett. 
Wow. He was on the Timberwolves. Yeah. He was doing great. Yeah. Kevin Love. Yep. Obviously, Damian Lillard's better than Kevin Love, but yeah. Kevin Love has been in the league for what 15 years or whatever. How I hard mean, to believe, right? I mean, and Kevin Love's a good player, but Kevin Love has never made the playoffs without LeBron James. That's a fact. So, you know what I mean? So it's hard when you look at that. But again, it's hard to say love because he's not the caliber player that Lillard was. He never was. Um, KG was. KG was amazing in Minnesota. Um, it was just, it just didn't work. So I, it, it, Kevin, those type of players, but Tracy McGrady to me is a, a great one. Vince Carter. Yeah. Vince, Vince Carter, Carter never won. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, you know, legends, but yeah. like, I, I, do you think he, like he would need a title for a hall of fame? Who? Credential Damian Lillard. Is he, a, is he a hall of famer to you? Like no, right now? no, I don't think he's so just, either. he's just, he was an awesome player. I love him. And it but. never worked. And because here's the thing. I tweeted this the other day when we were talking about when somebody posted on Twitter is Andrew Luck a Hall of Famer. And for me, this is this goes across all sports where I'm like, why is the bar for the Hall of Fame so low? I like that tweet. And yours, my thing is, is like you can tell the story of the NFL. You can tell the story of the NBA without Damian Lillard and without um, Andrew Luck. And that's no disrespect to them. It's just when you're a Hall of Famer, I mean, you're a legendary player. I'm trying to think of other Hall of Fame players that you could you can write a story about without them. Like, perfect example. Do I think Donovan McNabb's a Hall of Famer? I do. He never won a title, but he went to five NFC Championship games. He won one of them. So when I see what he did, he dominated the NFC East. He dominated a division. He, do, you know, he was in that. He dominated that conference for what it's worth. He was dominating the NFC. Five NFC Championship games in ten years. That's 50% of the time. That works. That's pretty good. So when you think of stuff like that, my only argument with Donovan was, is like, okay, well, how is Philip? Like, I don't think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. But when you look at his numbers, you can make the argument. So I just look at it. I'm like, okay, what is, when I look at Hall, like Matt, Matt Stafford, everybody was saying that, does the ring give him the Hall of Fame? And I'm like, I kind of started leaning yes, because I'm like, okay, he has all the numbers and he won the Super Bowl. He was just in Detroit, but when he went to the Rams, he got a competent head coach. He got offensive uh, players around him. Yep. And it worked. But working against Matt Stafford is, bro, you had Calvin Johnson in his prime. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's tough because what is the bar? Like the bar shouldn't be low. Like you should have, you should look at your career resume and point to things all over the place. It shouldn't be little things that you're pulling out. Like Matt Ryan. Why is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He had one MVP season. I would agree with you. Why is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? Yeah, the bar is very low, right? The bar is That's low like. for that. And I just, I don't like that personally. Because, like, again, that is, like, though that is just a section of history for sports that are just guys that dominated their respective sport. Right. So that's where I'm at with it. And I don't think Damian Lillard dominates. Damian I mean, Lillard is just an awesome player and He's in a bad situation, but part of it's self-inflicted because he doesn't want to leave. And that's fine. That's his prerogative. Right. But at the end of the day, you're you're costing yourself that. Mm -hmm. And if you're okay with that, then so be it. That's your choice. I'm just saying when it comes to Hall of Fame level, no, I, I don't I don't believe that. I agree with you. I agree with you. What was your favorite thing about the All-Star weekend? Um, probably the dunk contest. I actually like the skills challenge. Really? But the reason I like the dunk contest is because so here's the thing. With McClung, it actually bought like I saw creativity again. And like I was I actually was interested in it. 
I really was because I really do like the slam dunk contest. I do, and it's been so bad for years that this is the first time where I actually he can't dunk his ass off. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's that's very, what I'm saying. He's very so, good at that. He's very. Good. I love the skills challenge where they do the pass and they dribble around the cones and stuff. I like that. I just think it's fun. It's it's competitive. It's lighthearted. I I can tell you for sure it wasn't the All Star game. I like the three point contest. I think the three point contest to me is more about the skill, staying focused. You're you're in the moment. You got people watching you. You're you're shooting threes. You're you're not you're used to having defensive players. Now you're kind of doing you know whatever. You're 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 trying to win, and you have people watching you the entire time. You're expected to perform. If you perform like shit, you look like an asshole because you're an all star, right? Yeah. Like you're there for a reason. So if you go there and you flunk. You look like an idiot because now you look like you're not you, like you don't belong. You know what bothered me about and the three that's point? What, that's what I hate about it. You know so what bothered ahead. me about the three point contest? Huh. Why was Julius Randle in it? He is an atrocious well, three he, point. I, I think. Shooter. I, well, I think he he actually attempts the most threes in the league, right? Yeah, he's up there, but he's he's not. I'd rather see Joel Embiid. I know, but I guess that, uh, they needed bodies because nobody yeah. else wants to do it. Well, I, I also that too with the NBA just drives me crazy, and I I don't understand like that. Kevin Durant said it perfect. That stuff used to be sacred to those. Players. Yeah, All Star Weekend used to be it was amazing. A thing like yes, that, yes, it was bro. cultural, bro. Like. The stars couldn't wait for All Star Weekend. It, it was, was it was everybody in one spot. You had the athletes, you had the rappers, you had you had everybody, the actors. Everybody was at All Star Weekend. That used to be the thing where everybody goes there, celebrates all the great athletes in the NBA. And now it's just it's like a, a joke, bro. It's a carnival. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's a carnival. That's it's a great, fucking crazy. I love hearing that because not that I love hearing that. I wish no, you were wrong. It's, it's I true. wish you were wrong, but it's true. And like I said, it sucks because Allen Iverson, Shaq, Kobe, all those guys, like they, it was fun. Tim Duncan, yeah. Manu, it was great with them. Now those guys go there and they treat it as a joke. And it's just like, oh, it's just all for show and money. And it's like, it's bullshit because when you're there, those are the best athletes in the in the world at basketball. Yeah. How are you not there to enjoy yourselves? But everything is about injury risk. Again, I, I will say this until... Uh, until otherwise or whatever it is how does modern medicine keep improving and the athletes keep getting more injured it's not even that they're not even like they're not even playing like i, I mean like yo i bet luka Doncic right over 15 and a half points the motherfucker have four points when did luka when has luka ever gotten four points when you bet him that's in most insane, <laughs> but I had Kyrie. Well, I had a parlay I had Kyrie over 24 and a half and I had luka over 15 and a half Kyrie won Kyrie, he, I, I, because Kyrie's a street baller. So in my head, I'm like, all right, he's putting up over 24 and a half. He's a street baller. Yeah. And I feel like Luca would have a lot of opportunity because, like, it's Luca. Bro, Jokic like, was literally just walking up and down the dude, court. It was the most, Luca had no interest playing in that game, bro. Yeah. As soon as I saw the, like, like the, the fucking first, um, the first, uh, Offensive possession. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. And you know I, he was not going to win. And I, I actually done. like how they do it now, quarter by quarter by quarter until the fourth, because they donate to the charity whoever wins. But they should go back to the jersey representing their team jersey and actually playing the game. Like Mike Malone was sounding off. It bro. was the worst game I've ever watched. It bro, was painful this shit to sit through, bro. This shit was whack. I, I I watched. I was literally sitting on my couch, me and me and Liz. I was sitting there. I'm like. I'm like, yo, I, I got to turn this off. This is corny. This is not basketball. Bro, I they're not asleep. even playing. I, I don't even know what they're doing. I fell asleep at halftime. I legitimately did not know what they were doing. What were they doing? If I'm a fan and I went all the way to fucking to to fucking Utah to, to go to All-Star Weekend and I saw that shit and I paid thousands of dollars, I would be miffed, bro. I would be fucking pissed off. 
That's insane. That's a joke. You're you're entertainers. It's like it's like an, it's like a, a comedian going and performing and giving his C level jokes. He's not going to do that. He's going to give you his best shit. Yeah. No, I'm the same and way. And you get dude. paid less. He's going to give you his best shit because yeah. you're there for that. You're there for the fans. The fans represent you. And then you actually so did you, you buy see their merch and shit? Their did, fucking shoes, everything. Did you see what Shay said too in the, inter- in the post game interview? Who? Shay uh, Gilgis Alexander. Because LeBron no. swatted his dunk. Oh, and he was like, I got something for him. He wasn't playing any defense, and then he swats my dunk. And it's like, bro, you just assume that they're not playing defense? Like, again, that like that in and of itself is so telling of how they treat it. They yeah. treat it like like it's nothing. Well, I mean, you, you, you I, if you watched a, a minute of that game, you could tell that they weren't they were You made the defense. perfect comparison. You compared it to the NFL Pro Bowl. It's literally what it is. You're, it, it, the Pro Bowl is a fucking... It's a joke. It's it's flag football. Then you got this, which is literally like... it's. I, I don't even... I would I would enjoy a street ball game more than the uh, the All-Star game. I'm serious. I really would. Yeah, because at least they would try. At least they would try. You, 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 you know, I mean, it wouldn't be the best skill set, but who cares? I'm looking at competitiveness. I'm looking at a sport that was raised on that. And it's like it's being laughed at. It's a joke, bro. It, it was it was awful. It was fucking awful. They should be embarrassed. I agree. They As a league, they should be embarrassed. They should absolutely be embarrassed. And the slam dunk contest is is awful too. You can't even get uh, players to be in there. John Moran says he's coming out and saying he's he's not doing the dunk unless dunk. he gets a billion likes. Come on, what is this? I yeah, mean, like you're one of the best why, dunkers in the world. I, I I don't understand that. Why can't they perform at the at the dunk contest? Like why? You know what, why? What, what's what's up with that? Because they're entitled, spoiled brats. So, so is it because if they lose, it, it's like an ego thing? Like what is up? What's up with that? So look, if you're a competitor, it gives a fuck. The I'm only thing win. I will say, the only person that I I do wish LeBron did one. He should. But I, here's the thing. He should. He should have. But there is one reason why I gen I genuinely do understand why he didn't do it. Why? After his he should have did it his rookie year. But they, but there's, you know, the rumor saying that he, since he got snubbed for the All Star game, he kind of boycotted it. Which, if he did, is petty and childish. But aside from that, the expectations for him would be so big that it would be a, he's he's in a lose lose. He would be in a lose lose because unless he jumps out of the gym, it, what are you supposed to do? No way. I totally disagree, bro. Like, and if LeBron and LeBron's not a it, dunker like if that. Le, if LeBron did it back then. It would have been oh yeah, iconic. of course, of course, hundred percent. Because I agree. of the he cultural did moment, now. he should have been. But now it's a clown show. You got all, yeah. you got people's phones. Everybody does shit for just bro. Matt McClung is in the bro. G League. It's insane, and he's in the, he's participating in the NBA All Star fucking slam dunk contest. His total, I tweeted that dude. His, I, I legitimately tweeted that. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. His total career earnings from the NBA are one hundred and six thousand. You know what we got for winning the dunk contest? A hundred K. Yeah. He got his total career earnings in one night by winning the dunk contest. Shout out to him though, man. Yeah, I'm not taking nothing away from him. He he Me was an either. awesome dunker. He was awesome. Yeah, I thought I thought he deserved to win. Yeah. Oh, it, it's not even a question to me. So, I just, you know, I I don't think the All-Star game can be fixed to be honest because the players don't care. They don't have to care and they they do whatever they want. Well, they're divas. Well, in the worst way. The NBA without a doubt is the worst when it comes to divas. Well, here's the thing. How do they go forward? Because you have the Mac McClungs of the world winning the the dunk contest. How do you how do you go back to where it was? You what can't. do you what, what do you discriminate people now because you know they they don't play in the NBA versus the G League? 
I don't know. Like, I, I honestly like, do. How does that work? Now? I don't you know have answers I mean? for like, it, but there's so just how do you go back, right? Like the only <laughs> the only thing that'll never go away is the skills competition and the three point. The dunk contest, I don't know. Look, Matt McClung held on to it for another year because he put on a, a show. As far as the All-Star game, there is no way to make the players play more. And that's why I was laughing when Adam Silver was talking about the in, in-season tournament, like March Madness style in January at the All-Star break. And I'm like, what do you, how do you, the guys already don't even want to play. They don't want to play in, in October. You're going to put them in a tournament? Like a million dollars isn't anything to them. No. So unless you make it, you know, $30 million per player or something like that, there's no incentive. I hate it. They just don't care. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't care anymore. They it's not about that. It's about their brand. It's about who they are as an individual, and that's it. It's not about the game anymore. It's not about the fans. It's none of that, and it never will be again because there there's been a total culture shift in the in the world. I've never seen people. Uh, well, a lot of players are probably more nervous to get hurt during the All Star game because that can cost them a lot of money too. Look, I get it, but that comes with the territory. I get it too. But where was this energy back in the day? They didn't That's what I'm saying. Care. They didn't care. But about now that. all of a sudden, social media is out there. Is 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 like, like what is up with that? Is did we get softer as society? Like, what's I, I, up? I mean, I, I don't understand. I can't I, explain I, it. Bro. I don't get it. Because people back then treated the All Star game with like a lot of pride. Oh yeah. Also, I hear it's like it's like who cares if we win, we win. We're Team Giannis or Team LeBron. And also, is this? also, it's uh, East or West. That's, every, that's fire to me, bro. Everybody talks about you know, oh, the '80s and '90s were so physical. I don't know why is everybody so worried about injury now. There were there are more injuries now than there were in the '80s and '90s. Why is it more physical now? I, I don't know. What is it? What is it with that? Why come everybody from the '80s and '90s was perfectly fine? playing all those games, not sitting back to backs. And now they stub their toe when they sit down for three weeks because it's all about protecting them and their brand. That's all it is. That's all it is. Do you think that players drag the injuries on a little bit? Sometimes. For sure. Sometimes, yeah. Did Absolutely. Look at Kawhi Leonard. Bro, Kawhi Leonard is 29 years old. I don't even think he's 30. He might be 30. I don't know. But – He's he's sitting out back to backs in October and November. Like, bro, what are you doing? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So the in season game plan is translating to the All Star weekend. Absolutely, because they're trying to minimize risk. Right. But again, you 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 could fall off a curve. But what can you do to fix that? You have to money. That's it. Money. Again. Those guys aren't. If you said to LeBron James, but who are you to tell me that I'm not trying? You can. It's evident. But who, but who are you to tell me I'm not trying? I can show you film and prove it. Agree. But what if I'm having a bad day at home and I just bring it to work? That does happen. It does happen. But as a professional, you need to go out there and play. I I totally agree with you. But who are you to tell me that I'm not trying? I don't know what you're talking about right now. What do you mean if I'm, I'm you're not trying? Because what I'm saying is if you if you if you find them right, like it's just, Who? just say the players are out there and they're they're calling they're, they're lollygagging. In the All Star game or in games? In the games. Well, no, you can't do anything about that. That's what I mean. It's in regular games, no. But as a professional athlete, pride, <laughs> ego, all that stuff plays into that. You can tell when somebody's playing hard, but you can't force them to go out there and play hard. If you go out there and you don't play hard in a game, you're only hurting your value, your legacy, and the way people view you. Agreed. But in the All-Star game, you can clearly tell when somebody's dogging it. There was a there was a, a, a snapshot of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown 
literally playing one on one, and and uh, the other whatchamacallit, eight players were, were standing back, yeah. there just watching. Yeah, that you can point to and say, okay, that would never happen in an actual game. Why don't you care about this? Right. I don't. You know what happened? Where was the where was the point where all this became acceptable or uh, or kind of just completely stained the game? Like, where did this happen? Like, where did this come from? Did should, should we have seen this? coming in the you know the last five years i mean where was there other blueprints you want or- my honest opinion when i really think it became all about the show and real gimmicky when dwight howard was in the dunk contest and wore that superman cape and like 2000 see i disagree because i find that to be iconic no i think that's corny no i think that's iconic that that's that's what he- wearing a fucking superman cape i thought that was fucking fire yeah Bro, or, you're there to dunk the basketball and put on a show, not with a not put on a right. cape and play dress up. You're gonna be mad at somebody wearing a cape, but yet you're you're not gonna say anything about somebody fucking jumping over a car. Like, come on, bro. Bro, that's that that prop was used in the dunk. It's hard to jump over a car. It's not hard to buckle something around I, your neck. I know, but I know, but the Superman thing, it, it's like again, it's culture, bro. Like, it's like Superman. It is, bro. Comic. Comics are very are very culture thing, dude. It, it, that's pop culture. I, I, my point exactly. I mean. like, that, but you just but asked that's me. That's All Star Weekend. That was that. That's an iconic moment for All Star Weekend. I would I would think. So. But you asked me when do I think it switched, and that's when I think was when Dwight Howard came in there with the gimmicky shit, and then after that you saw stuff. I then they're changing that. their jerseys. Right, I respect your opinion. I, I disagree with it, but yeah. I, I I don't know when it switched. That's why I'm asking. I'm just trying I don't to think. Know, I mean, if I had to think of something, it, it would have to be. I, I, I don't know, man. Like. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, th- to me, when did it switch? It, I don't know. I genuinely don't. I think just like, gradually. Like last year. Do you remember the game last year? Yeah. Was it? It was pretty good, right? It was good because it was I, actually good. They, because, I think in the fourth quarter they actually played hard. Yeah, because there was an incentive or something like that. It was going. It was to charity, right? It's same, same thing this year, but I feel like this year has been like more of a. Um, it was a playground. It was literally a carnival, bro. That's how it is with the NBA. It's never going to change. They have too much power. The only thing that could change it is something in the collective bargaining. So how come the year. players back then hated each other, but now everybody loves each other? I don't think I, that they I, did. I like that everybody, everybody's yeah. friends. But when you're on the court, I feel like it, it should be it should be war. No, I think it is war. I just think that the reason it's different now, and those guys were all friends back then, like Charles Barkley and and Larry Bird and 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 Michael Jordan, like they would golf and stuff together. Just when they got on the court, it was war. And I agree with that. I think the difference is now with social media you see guys interacting more like back in 2000 and stuff like that. Facebook and Instagram wasn't around or wasn't popular. And when you saw that, you didn't see the players really interacting when they went out on a golf course, it was just nip and tuck and they were playing golf. And then they went about their business. Now when Josh Allen or Tom Brady goes and play golf, they're taking pictures, they're putting on Instagram. So it's just more appealing now and you see it more. It's more in your face because of social media. That's how I believe it because i think all those guys were friends back then yeah i know but i feel like it's kind of harder to contact other people especially without cell phones back then too i know yeah you had, i know you had home phones but i don't think those athletes were calling from home phones yeah i don't say a pagers or whatever whatever man, i don't know i don't know i don't i don't think a lot i don't think the interactions were as frequent as they are today i'll say that because i well, think yeah because you couldn't text and stuff right social media and and the iphones today are they allow you to connect with you know with people faster instantly across the world right so i feel like the the opportunities are always more there than there are than there were back then yeah. i do agree with you on that but um it's, it's interesting man that's an interesting 
topic. Yeah. It sucks though for anybody that's a basketball fan. Yeah, because that used to be awesome. I don't know. I don't know how they could fix it. I really don't know. I I I just the there's only so many dunks you could do. I mean, I I've seen somebody blow out a fucking uh, uh a fucking candle on a cupcake before. I've seen yeah. all that, bro. I, I I don't know what else you could do. What are you gonna do in the just air? Creativity. You're gonna cook a steak in the air. I mean, what, 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 I do a I, lot in the air. Yeah, well, that's fast. <laughs> but you know, I pot in the air. But yeah. you, what what else can you do? Yeah, like, no, I, know. I don't understand what you can possibly do. Well, I don't know. G Leaguer just came in and and found out some and yeah, some stuff. but it was it was a couple what five forty dunks. It was cool. It was dope because like you're not expecting it from him. So the shock factor is like, whoa, holy shit, who is this fucking kid? Yeah, he's balling right now. You know what I mean? I think that was more of what it was. Yeah, I know. But like, not for nothing, his competition was weak as shit. I know. I mean, you had guys literally dunking just to put their hand in in the rim or their arm in the rim. That's a dunk to me. That's weak as hell. Vince, Vince Carter was through the legs, arm in the hoop shit. Um, all right. Do you think the Suns, now that they added Kevin Durant, should be the favorites in the West? Who? The Suns. Do you think they should be the favorites in the West? Um, no, because they didn't prove nothing. What did they prove? Yeah, you got KD. I get it. Like, I trust me, I get it. It's KD. I, you know me. I love KD. Yeah, I'm shocked to hear you say that. But it don't it don't make dude. I, I I've seen too many teams acquire big players, and the hype is way more than than what was shown. The hype was way more than what was provided. Yeah, that's that. That's exactly why I, I I can't. I gotta watch it before I can I can assess. I'm not gonna just say, oh yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are the automatic champs of the West yeah. because you got KD. I actually cool. think I think they should, um, like slight favorites. I don't think they should be overwhelming. Um, but I mean, if the Suns play the Nuggets, are they better than the Warriors? Who? The Suns. Health, health for health, Hel- healthy wise. Because I know the the Warriors. Are I'll say a no. Five hundred team. I'll say no because I stand. Steph is amazing. I stand by what I say. Steph Curry is better than Kevin Durant, and I I just believe in Steph. I think the Warriors would beat the Suns in a seven-game series. Me too. I think Steph Curry would be able to cook Chris Paul. Yep. Clay Thompson would be fine with Devin Devin Booker. I don't think Jordan can guard Poole. him. Jordan, Jordan Poole's Poole awesome. fine coming off the bench. It would be hard to. They don't really have anybody that could guard KD. But I mean, who does? But right. I think the Warriors are better than them. Uh, healthy, obviously. Um, I think the Clippers match up with them very well. Um, potentially the Lakers. I'm not ready to go there yet because you know they. I they, think the Grizzlies would give them trouble. Yeah, I, I'm off the Grizzlies, to be honest. Why? I'm just not a fan of them. They talk too much shit for never is, accomplishing anything. Is that your your Buffalo Bills? Yeah, exactly. That's your Buffalo Bills? 100%. Okay. I, 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 and I you it. know what? I, I got it. I got it. That's I really cool. did like Ja. It is funny because I like Ja. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Ja and a, and a I Josh am, Allen guy. So. J.A. Yeah. I do like Ja. I, well, I did like him. <laughs> but you know what? With Ja, dude, he just... He just is too much for me. And that whole team, like Desmond Bain and all these players talking shit and saying, oh, I'm fine in the West, this, that, and the third. And it's like, bro, you guys haven't even been to a conference finals. What are you talking about? You're not even the first seed in the West right now. So I'm just like, I'm, I, I can't stand the Grizzlies. They need to be humbled badly. Badly. I would love to see them go home in the first round. I love the Grizzlies. I think they're a good team. They're scrappy. They're young. Can't they're stand. hungry. They're, they're confident. I want them. My most hated. There's a lot of respect about them now. The Buffalo Grizzlies. The Buffalo Grizzlies. Yeah, you nailed that. That's 100 percent what it is. That's that's literally yeah. 
That's All right. perfect. I'm going to read you. We're going to do contenders and pretenders in the East and the West. Love it. For the East, I'm going to read you the five through 10 seed. And for the West, I'm going to read you the six through 13 seeds. Okay. All right. In the East, contender or pretender, the Nets. Uh, pretenders. I got them as pretenders too. They're just, they're good. I think they're solid. I actually don't think they took a step back. Can I make a point here? I think they, I actually think they got a little bit better cohesiveness. You know what bothers me about Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant on this team, Kevin Durant, who's everybody says he is, he should have been able to do something with this team, make a conference finals or win a round or something like that. He could have stayed put. He didn't have to run to a team that was first in the West last year. Right. I don't like that from, from KD. I mean, it, it's like, come on, bro. But like, it, you didn't have to do that. You signed your contract. Though, right? It does, but like, it sucks because I view Kevin Durant as, as a great, as, as a great. great as I don't view him legend. as I don't view him as an all-time legend. I don't. But that's just me. I do, and a lot of people do. Yeah, I view him as a as an all-time great player, somebody that I actually enjoy watching. I've had, you know, I've said things overrated and things like that, you know, which I could explain in detail if anybody tries to check me. But I just feel like I don't like that he ran from that. I feel like the, the, I don't with, with Michael Bridges and the, and Cam Thomas playing all right and um, Nick Claxton, they could have been okay. Mm-hmm. If Kevin Durant is that guy, he could have brought that team with him. Agreed. You know, so uh, the Knicks. Uh, I actually think they're contenders. Shit. Yeah, I, I like them. I actually think they're a scrappy team. Jalen Brunson, He's been awesome for him. Uh, Julius Randle's really good. They actually have a, a young core that I actually think that are really scrappy, and they're just that they're that annoying team. I'll say that they're the team. So here's the thing: I have them as pretenders, but they're the team that, like, if the Sixers were playing them or something, I'm like, why are do you we talking have to about deal with contenders them? in terms of like a playoff appearance? But or are you talking about just like, a team a, that a can title? get to like that can that can rattle a cage. Yeah, get into the Eastern Conference okay. Finals. Get into the Conference Finals. Conference finals? I, would, I would say pretender, but I actually think they're going to get in the playoffs. So do I. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the, the sixth seed right now. Man. Yeah, and they're, like I said, they'll be a pain in the ass in a series. They're a, they're a player away from being really really good. You know what sucks? They could have had Donovan Mitch- Donovan Mitchell with Jalen Brunson. Yep. New York would next would have been Jaylen back. Brunson's really good, man. I'm, I know. I was shocked. Uh, the Miami Heat. I think everybody's shocked about Jalen Brunson, even the Mavericks, because the Mavericks let him go because they didn't think that he was able to do this. But I know different. different I know because they traded for for Kyrie, they didn't even have to do that. Jalen Brunson's like Kyrie Jr. Yeah, but uh, what about the Heat? Uh, I'm gonna say pretenders. Me too. It's yeah, over. It's over for them. I it's think. Over. I think. I think it crept up on them. I really hate that they got Kevin Love because I said this two years ago and it stood. up. And it's still with me again. I wanted the Sixers to get him. He's a vet. He won the championship. He Sixers can knock down threes. I know. I don't understand it. He would have been. He would have been good for the Sixers. Yep. You could have split up PJ's minutes so he didn't have to do cardio his whole time. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's over for the. Heat. It's over for them. I think so. Yeah. Um, Hawks just fired Nate McMillan. I think this is going to be a good move for them. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say pretenders on them. I will say I'm going to say contenders. Okay. Last time they fired their head coach in the middle of the year, Nate McMillan stepped in and they got to the Eastern Conference Finals after beating the Sixers in seven. I wonder if that can happen again. I don't know if they can go to the Eastern Conference Finals depending on who they draw, but I think the Hawks are all right. And I believe in Trey Young. I think Trey Young's a really good player. I think he's averaging 27 and 10. I don't know how he didn't make the All Star game, but different story for a different day. I, I, I like Trey Young. I, I do like I, I like him a lot. But there is sometimes there's a lot of inconsistencies with him because he's a little inefficient. Yeah, that's the problem. That's, is that there? He has a lot of games where he's you know ten of twenty four for thirty like, points, man, and it's like, like or, way uh, off. <clears throat> 
10 of 24 for 26 points. And that's like, that's Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony yeah. stats. Yeah. And it's like, bro, that's not conducive that's what to I winning. Mean. Yeah. I see games like <clears throat> that. I'm like, ah, but I mean, he's been to an Eastern conference final mm -hmm. and Atlanta has been good yep. since he got there. Yep. Um, the wizards. I'm out on them. Yeah. They Pretenders. Ain't nothing to really talk nah, about. There. Although Kuzma, if he was to get traded, Kuzma could be a nice piece for a contending team. But I mean, obviously the trade deadline's gone. Yeah. But, and the Raptors. I have pretenders too. Pretenders, yep. All right, we're going on to the West. Well, well hold on. The Bulls picked up uh Patrick, Patrick Bev. Beverly. Yeah. Don't, don't be all right. Pat Bev, yo. He turned down the Warriors to go to the Bulls, too. I know. I actually read on his uh he said it on his podcast. He wanted to be with his son and his daughter and be able to take him to school and stuff. Oh, for real? Yeah, home that's where he's from. And oh, he said he's cool. like, I get to go back to my hometown, see my son, and take my baby girl to school. That's so I cool. thought that was really, Respect. really cool. Respect. Really cool by Respect, him. Pat Bev. Um all right, going on to the West, um, Suns. Oh yeah, they're 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 definitely contenders. Definitely contenders. Yeah, yeah. Adding KD, I mean, that speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, whether or not I I disagree I don't think with the it, but yeah, I'll say contenders. Mavericks, contenders. I meant pretenders. Contenders. I don't think they're going to be able to do anything. I think they're I love poorly. Luka, bro. I, I don't want to bet against them. Poor defensive team. Uh, him and Kyrie, I think, are going to struggle a little bit to figure it out. They're both ball dominant. And, you know, it, it's hard. You only got 20 games left, 23 or 24 games left yep. to figure that out. And then you want to get into a playoff battle with a team that's been there. They got 22 games left, I think. I, I think the whole league is 22 to 24. 22 to 23. Because yeah. the Lakers have 23. 24. Um, the Pelicans. They, to me, are pretenders unless Zion comes back and gets right back in the form. Because... They were good last year, and I love them this year with Zion. Healthy. I actually like them a lot. The, the, dude, the Pelicans have a lot. Willie yeah. Green's a good coach. Brandon Ingram's awesome. McCollum fits in perfectly. Yeah. They just they need Zion back. I like them. And, yo, I love yeah. Jose Alvarado. He's a beast. Yeah, he won the uh, the rookie MVP, yeah. right? I know. That was dope. Yeah, that was awesome. Pretenders right now. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, they need Zion back, but dude, they are really good. They're up and coming, I'll tell you that. Yep. I like their I like their roster though. All right. The Timberwolves. <laughs> uh pretenders. Pretenders. They are yeah. horrible. I said this. Yeah, they're bad. They gave up their entire future for Rudy Gobert. That and franchise one is game done. over five hundred. And it's a, and it's really sad because Aunt Edwards is the man. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Cat. Never have been. I don't he I think for me, he's soft and puts on a fake tough guy act. I'm just not a fan of his shit. I don't think he ever. I think he's so skilled, though. He is. He is. It's just, I don't, like, there's just something about him that I never, ever. I like him. Bought I like into. Him. I like I like his character. I think he's got a good character. Somebody that's so skilled like him, I feel like that team should have already been playing good. You think he's a little too soft for how, for how big he is? Like, that's what I like, felt like. And then like, I felt like. like he should be a little bit more dominant, though. Yeah, like, he needs like to he be. he should take over. You know what he lacks? He lacks that dog. Yeah. And you need that. You need that edge. I've seen him play with some dog in him, man. Dude, I, I'll be honest with you, bro. He he he's he's he got that really dog well. in him when Pat Bev went there and taught him. Yeah. Um, the Warriors obviously contenders, contenders. if they're healthy. The Thunder, pretenders. they are very similar to the Knicks. I have them as pretenders, but that's a team that yeah. you don't want to play in a seven game series. I agree. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and next year they get Chet Holmgren. Mm -hmm. Um. The the Blazers. I don't know why I had the Jazz Blazers there, but the Blazers. Uh, oh, pretenders. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that a little bit ago. And the Lakers. Yeah, you didn't even see. You didn't mention the Jazz. Yeah. That's a big mistake, bro. 
Oh God, that's a big mistake. Here, that's your team this year. I actually fuck with the, okay. with the Jazz. Bro. I, I should have known. I should have known. Go I ahead, do, bro. What about the Lakers? The Lakers, uh, they're hard to judge right now. <sighs> Pretenders, bro. I have missed contenders. I think obviously. they are pretenders, dude. I, I don't think they're contending for shit. Really? I, I don't see it, dude. I, I don't. I, I I just... There's some... I, there's 20-something games left. Health is always a concern with this team. And, you know, they got a mesh. And is it... They're, they're, really, they're really behind uh, in the standings. No, they're not. They're five games out of the sixth seed or four games out of the sixth seed. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, but they they play really poorly though, man. Like there's no there's really no signs for me to say that they're gonna get a lot better. Mm-hmm. What do you unless you lean on their last win? Is yeah. that what you're leaning off of against the, well, the win against the Pelicans? I mean, look, it's, no, you look, are what your last performance is. is look, it was it. a good win. I'm not saying it for that. I just think that they got more depth. They but have they got a tough schedule, dog. I know they need to come they out of this the break. The Warriors, the Mavs, the Grizzlies, the Thunder, the Wolves, the uh, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Raptors, the Knicks—all the teams that you mentioned—and and, and they have the sixth easiest remaining schedule according to the percentages, which I found odd because that's a rough seven-game stretch coming out of the break. But they need to be at least six uh, and one. Well, they're counting the Jazz as easy dubs. And yeah. I don't think that's a that's that's a yeah, it's an easy dub. No, it's not. They need to be six and one coming out of this break at worst. The Jazz are ahead of them. What are we talking about? I know they're not a fucking contender though. Why you you mentioned the Blazers? You're not going to mention the yo. The Jazz are all right, yeah, but bro. the Jazz just traded Conley and everything. They want to get where they're trying to get. Worse. I don't understand marketing beast. He is a beast, beast bro. Jordan, Jordan Clarkson, Clarkson's love him. Colin Sexton's a solid player. Tht's there, right? Yeah. Uh, Tht on the way. Yeah, I mean, like yo, they 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 need a couple pieces. If they had like maybe two or three more pieces, I actually think their team is going to be really good. They could be because marketing and marketing will be a great too, bro. I know he's really good. I do like marketing. Wow, I think I think the league slept on him as a whole. I'm, oh I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm not. Even when I'm he was with ass. the uh, the Bulls and I think the Cavs. Or I think the league like has completely slept on him. I I, I didn't think the Jazz <laughs> even expected this from them. To be no. honest with you, no. That's why they're, they're you know they were selling the farm. They thought they were going to be trash. That's what I mean. The season, I think like eight. No, they thought they were. I mean, yo, you pair marketing with fucking Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Whoa. You're right. I didn't even think of that because they traded Mitchell. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be different. But I know. I, so I have the Lakers against as contenders. I think they go on a run. They make the playoffs. I actually think they avoid the play in. But the, we'll the see Lakers. about that. Yeah. Okay. They're coming. Yep. All right, guys. Switching over to some NFL talk before we get out of here. Philly hit me. Psychotic and iconic. All right, Nick. Give me your top five quarterbacks heading into the season. Heading into 2023 in order. Or right. do you want me to go first? You can go first. Oh, shit. All right, so I have Patrick Mahomes, and then a gap as wide as the Grand Canyon. Wow, that's crazy. Then it's Joe Burrow. Okay. Then it's Jalen Hurts. Okay. Then it's Josh Allen. And then it is... I hate him. I almost had him fifth. But then it's Trevor Lawrence. Heading into... Heading into 2023. And the first one out for me was Justin Herbert. Wow. Really? Yep. All right. I got Mahomes, Burrow. Real fast, I just want to say, if Justin Herbert won that game, I would have had him in there. If who? If Justin Herbert wouldn't have blown that lead. I got you. I would have had him in that five. But that's the only reason I had Trevor Lawrence ahead of him. Because, again, he's 21 and 21 as a starter. And it's like, bro, at some point you have to win. Your roster's good enough, bro. Like, not for nothing, 
for all the shit Lamar Jackson catches, he's 45 and 16 as a starter. I get it, but he is in a much tougher division. I will give him that. Who? Even though I don't, I don't like, I don't like to make excuses for Herbert. I think he's in a much tougher division than he is for Trevor Lawrence. Fair. That's where I'm I got like, you. I, I'm like, all right, hey. I got it because Herbert does have the same amount of wins as Lawrence did last year. Actually, probably more. Yeah. Right. I think the Chargers went ten and seven. seven. Yeah. The Jags went nine and eight. Yep. Right. So they have more wins, and they were in a tougher division. Yeah. So depends on how you want to skin the cat. But anyway, I'll, I'll go Mahomes, Burrow. Uh, three. I mean, look, bro. I, I, I went Jalen Hurts here too. Oh, I did. I, I, it, Man, it well, yeah, I need a round of applause, Phil. It was, it was he time. came around. I'm, well, well, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud well, of you. That, that could be due to recency bias because I love it uh, because Jalen Hurts did perform really, really exceptional in the Super Bowl, And that is a tough stage to play on. And especially as you're at, he's a 24 year old kid. He's trying to prove himself. Uh, and he did it on the biggest stage, went toe-to-toe with the best quarterback in the league. Uh, it, that speaks volumes to me in terms of um, a player's ability in big-time games because that's what it matters most. That's how, you, that's how you're judging at the end of the day. How did you play well in the, big, in, in, in the big game? When we talk about Donovan McNabb, what do we say? Oh, he threw up in the Super Bowl. But when you talk about Jalen Hurts, you're going to be like, well, you know what? The guy had four touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he fumbled, but you know what? Shit happens. He didn't do that all year. It was just one of those fluky plays. They actually support that. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not shitting on Hurts for making a mistake because he he really did play his ass off. And you know, a, a guy that does that and you know scores thirty five points. What are you gonna say on it? You gonna trash him? I mean, he 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 played his ass off. I tip my cap to him. He he played he played like the you know the third best quarterback in the league. So that for me that was the game where I was like, it's okay. just heading in the next year too. You're not saying he's better no, totally. No, I mean I, I believe he is, but that's different. No, I I mean look I, I you Josh, believe in the talent, Josh Allen. Yeah, well Josh Allen to me is I, I love him. I, you I, believe in his talent. I believe in his talent. <laughs> I always will. So for for you know anyway. So at three, I got Jalen Hurts. Four, I got Josh Allen. And five, I mean, I, I would I would have to go Justin Herbert because he's about to have uh, Kellen Moore as his offensive coordinator. Bro, they think, are going to be – I think they're going to be really good. I, and uh-huh. I think they're going to get rid of uh, Keenan Allen. I think they're the Whoa. team. Yeah. Really? I th- well, there, there's a lot of talks about it. I think they're, lo- they're looking to get younger at the, at the position. I think they're the team that is going to be looking for a wide receiver. Like, I don't know who's going to be available, Yep. but if I'm looking at a team like the Arizona Cardinals, you know, they're looking to get rid of uh, Hopkins. They're, it's outside the conference. I could see something there. I could see DeAndre Hopkins going to to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. That would be a great fit. Him sure and Herbert would. would be awesome. They would be fucking electric. Then maybe you keep Keenan Allen if he wants to take a pay cut or not. Apparently, there's a lot of smoke about that. I don't know. But they just paid Mike Williams. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So they need to get better at the position, the wide receiver, in my opinion. Yeah. I know Keenan Allen's been awesome, but he's also been unreliable. It's true. I love Keenan Allen. I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. But when it comes to, you know, being dependent, you have to find a a, a replacement. I know D-Hop is a bad example, but I'm saying I think they are going to make a switch at some point. Um, And I don't know who that could be, but I I don't know. I, I, I could see it. So 
I would say Justin Herbert. I, I love his upside, dude. Like, so do I, I, think I, dude. I love amazing. him. I think he's better than Lawrence. I think he's a lot. So better. do I. And here's the thing. I got news for you. If I'm being dead serious, I'm not even joking. I think he's better than Josh Allen. I just, the only reason just from a, just from a simple a quarterback standpoint, maybe you can make the case from a quarterback, just a, a from the eye test of a quarterback. I believe Justin Herbert is better than Josh Allen, but at some point the quarterback wins isn't a stat. It has to be at some point, like Justin Herbert is too talented and has had too good of an offense to be 20, to be 500. Yeah. And I, it's I like, mean, bro, you, you have to win more. And that's the only thing keeping me from him. And I would have had him over Trevor Lawrence, but bro, you blew a 27 point lead to Trevor Lawrence after the guy threw four interceptions in the first half or three interceptions in the first half, whatever it was. Well, I agree, but but I understand upside, it with, with Trevor. I get it with Justin Herbert. He is that he's good. awesome. Like the eye test for me. There are certain players that you can be like, oh wow, he's got it. Joe Burrow. It's like that it factor. Yeah. It's like you could just tell, like, go that motherfucker could ball. I, I really believe it, that. And and that's how I look at a uh all those guys that I mentioned. Like like even a Herbert. Like I, I literally I think the world of him, dude. I really do. It's hard to to argue him because of his of his success. His lack of success is what makes him hard to argue. But when you watch him, the talent is up there with Mahomes in terms of the 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 arm talent, in my opinion. I think he has a rocket arm. I think he's accurate as fuck. Wait, I who? Think Herbert. Oh, absolutely. I think his arm talent. I, he throws, he throws I think a his ball. arm talent is just as good as the number one As good as Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Mahomes is just a fucking awesome player. I mean, he does yeah. everything well. Yeah. Herbert is not there. Mahomes Period. has no weakness. Right. Whereas Herbert, Herbert does. Yeah, he still is, he's still growing. Correct. So... Yeah, I mean, th that would be my top five right now. Um, and it, it, it's definitely going to change as the season progresses because, you know, you got free agency and everything. But who me? Yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. But Jalen Hurts, you know. He earned it. He did. And you can make a case that Jalen Hurts, you could put him over Joe Burrow. The problem, the reason why I wouldn't is because Joe Burrow went did it twice. He went to two AFC Championship games in a row. That's respectful, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Hurts only did it one time. So if Hurts could do it again and go back to the Super Bowl, regardless of the result, I think Jalen Hurts would be the number two quarterback. Oh, for sure. On the subject of that, since it's February, the season just ended. Right now, at the top of your head, give me a Super Bowl 58 prediction. Wow. Um, I'm going to go Eagles. I think they're going to go back. I do. I think that team is really – I think they're there. I still think they have the quarterback. They have all the core there. I'm going to go Eagles. Eagles versus the Chargers. I'll do that. Eagles and Chargers. I think it's going to be a rematch. Really? I think it's going to be Eagles and the Chiefs again. I was close. Here's the thing. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC. I believe they will next year. I think the Rams will get better, but I don't think the, Ra the Rams are still going to have offensive line problems, and they may lose Jalen Ramsey. And who knows what Stafford is. But I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. They for sure have the best quarterback in the NFC. And I just, I think the Eagles are going back. And wow. because I think Howie Roseman will be able to work the cap. I think Kelsey's coming back. Lane's coming back. Agreed. They'll find running backs. They'll get another corner. They're going to sign CJ, GJ. They're going to be fine. And bro, there's really nobody in the, in the, the NFC that's nobody. really like really like daunting. Yeah, no, I'm not scared of nobody in the NFC. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about the Niners, yeah, but they still got cool. quarterback issues. Yeah, they have quarterback. That's a hard position to fill. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, they still have quarterback issues. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 
overlooking them, but I think the Eagles are better than them. And I think they were better than them in the NFC championship game. And like I said, Brock Purdy, Brock Lesnar, and doesn't I, matter. To I, me. I, yeah. And I think they're better than them going into next season. Absolutely. Not I, even a question. Regardless. But me. I think it's a rematch. I think it's Eagles chiefs. Wow. And if I had to make a second one, I would, I would have went with the Bengals, but I just, I think that, I think the, those two teams are just that good. The, wow. The Bengals. I didn't even think about them. They're always that one team that I don't nobody know. thinks about. I know, but I, I'm going to say Eagles Chiefs is my very early subject to change, just like you. I didn't, I didn't take the Bills. Proud of you. I'm not Bills the, got a lot of shit going on, and now they're saying that Stefan Diggs could be traded. I think the Bills got a lot of stuff going on in the offseason. I think it's a lot of problems. A, yeah, a lot of problems. Because it started with Stefan Diggs blow up on the side. And I got news too. for you. I actually, you may if this thing blows up and it ends badly, you will actually see like. I will be remorseful for Josh Allen. I don't even know what he did wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just saying in terms of like, I'm going to feel bad for him. Oh, no, I know. What I'm saying is like, if yeah, what he do blows wrong? up, it's like, damn, what did he do wrong? Like, yeah. the guy's just been balling out. He's been your, he's been your RB1 fucking, all, and, and your, your offensive line he's stinks. Been your whole, he's been your yeah. whole fucking system. Agreed. Um, Eric Bieniemy, assistant head coach and offensive coordinator for the Commanders. Hate it. Um, I actually love it for him. Hate it. <laughs> why i hate it i i why I because i why would you leave the chiefs for the for the washington commanders you're gonna coach sam howe over patrick mahomes i get all that. for what to prove yourself bro you won super bowls if people don't see your worth fuck them just stay where you're at you're you're being successful you're winning super bowls you're not gonna go you're not gonna go to the commanders and like the world on fire you're not could be an ulterior motive. Ron Rivera could be on his way out. It ain't going to happen. Uh, well, it, it, maybe if that's if that's what the internal talks were that we weren't privy to, then possibly. But I'm not going to go by that. Yeah, I um, I hate it. I think it's dumb. I think it was a stupid move. You, look, you had it made in, in Kansas City. You I think Holmes. I know what you're saying that you think it's dumb, but for him, for personal growth and wanting to grow um, in his coaching career, he had to do it. And look, what Shady said. Like I said, I don't know if it's true. I'm just saying he had insight because he was there. Oh, that's right. With Shady, Shady what trashed him. Shady was saying that, you know, he he doesn't run any of the coaching meetings. He doesn't do install. He doesn't do any of that. He doesn't coach the wide receivers. It's all Andy Reid, which would make sense why nobody's giving him a job. And I kept saying, like, look, I get it. And everybody talks about the race thing, and I don't really want to get into yeah, that. Right. But I'm just saying, if you interview 17 times and you're not getting the job, I don't think it's about race because – there are other uh, – D'Amico Ryan's just got hired. I agree. So my thing is, is like, if you get passed over a few times, okay, like it. you can I, – I at least understand your argument. But 17 times? Yeah. Like at some point you have to look back – you have to look and assess the situation and say something is going on in those interviews where every single owner is like, he's not ready. Right. And look, it's been there. I don't – here's the thing. I can't really relate to that. I've – and I'm not saying this for any other way. I've never gone on an interview and been rejected for a job. So I don't know that feeling. I, so I've never bombed an interview. Right. I don't know. I've, I've interviewed well. But my question is, is like, what is going on in those interviews that he is legitimately not even getting consideration? He's getting the interview and then you're, he's, he's getting passed over for Jonathan Gannon's and shit like that. So when you see that, it's just like, all right, something else. It's a lot deeper than the surface. Like there is no way in the world they're just not hiring him because of the color of his skin. Well, he passed on a couple of opportunities, didn't he? No, he was never offered a job. I thought he was he was offered. No, a Byron Leftwich was. Byron Leftwich was also the, offered the Jaguars. Anyways, I to me, 
I think he got demoted. Well, not by title. Not by title, but I I, but bro, I hate the, the thing. move, bro. I here's just the thing. Don't, that it offense... doesn't make any sense. Dude, so head coaches under Andy Reid. We talk about this all, all, all the time. Andy Reid's head coaching tree is amazing, right? The resume speaks for itself. Doug Peterson's. Uh, who else? Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Matt Nagy got a head coaching job. These all guys got all head coaching jobs. Mike Kafka just got one in, in the with the Bro, Giants. Just stay put. John Harbaugh. Stay put. Be with the best quarterback in the league. Win another Super Bowl. And then go get a head coaching job. Like, if you want a head coaching job, why would you? Like, like to me, the timeline could still be you could be a head coach next year. But yet you want to jump ship to the commanders. What if you go there and it blows up in your face? What if you go there and your offense looks like the Bucks offense? What if you go there and hurt all your chances of, of getting a head coaching job? What if like like at least you have Patrick Mahomes, you have a security valve, like he's gonna perform. You you know that. You just gotta be there to coach him and guide him. My thing like, is is like my thing is thing. you're you're like I, I understand to prove yourself. But you're you're going into a situation where you went from Patrick Mahomes to Sam fucking Howe and with a franchise who hasn't won shit in a long ass time. Like if he was that coach, if he was really him, he would have a head coaching job. So to me, I think he's making a big mistake taking the commander's job because I think he's putting a lot at risk when he didn't have to. I agree. But here's the thing, Nick. The offense last year was horrible. I think they were 24th or 25th. So even if they improve, they have to improve. If he gets them to be ranked 10. 12 Bro, something like that that's gonna be i know it is but if he's a if he's a if he's the brains behind the the uh kansas city if he was he would have had a job three years ago bro my point is, is though is also with andy reed could andy reed have just been mentoring him and trying to bring him along slowly and then everybody just thought that he was getting all of that praise I, I honestly don't know, but to me it's again like, something's off yeah but to me it's like i would just stay put because like what, what am I getting out of this experience? I would have to completely wow every single GM in the league for me to be considered. So if I'm going to just do that, I'm taking a big career risk here, man. I'm going to the commanders who haven't won shit. They got a couple of decent pieces, but they're not there yet, dude. You know what's crazy, dude? If he goes there and they don't perform, He's gonna look like an asshole. He's gonna he's gonna be out of a job. He's correct. He's gonna go back to a running back. So go I know what you're saying, and but be, and be a coordinator. I respect anyone who tries to spread their wings and take a step in the I right do, direction. I do too. But like he could have spread his wings next year if he stayed in Kansas City versus versus him going to to the Commanders. To me, he's got a better chance of getting a head coaching job staying with Kansas City than he does going to the Commanders. I, that's how I see it. Because if they win another Super Bowl. Well, right. I don't. I don't see it that way. Okay, because they went to five AFC Championship games and three Super Bowls. What more is there? You got to understand it, though, bro. If he stinks it up in Kansas City, it's going to be disguised because he's got Patrick Mahomes. If he stinks it up in Commanders, it's going to be wildly exposed because they have Sam fucking Howe. Well, wouldn't it be better for him to stink it up as an offensive coordinator better than stink it up as a head coach? You can recover from a coordinator. You well, can't recover with the head coach. But that's what I'm saying. You can't. You can recover with Patrick Mahomes. We ain't recovering with. Sam I got Howell. you. I got you. I know that's what you're saying. Like okay. The safety valve's there, bro. Like you had weight. You had everything. You had Patrick Mahomes. It's definitely. Andy it's a ballsy move. It, it's a yo. I, I'll tip my cap. You know what I mean. I do. But to me, it, this doesn't. This doesn't move the needle or make anybody look at 
Eric Bieniemy any differently to have a head coaching job for him to go to the Commanders. It doesn't. I don't understand it. I don't yeah. get it, man. I'm just saying the only reason I I'm the only way I can rationalize it in my head is he got a promotion in title. And he's just trying to show that he can run an offense. I, I, other than that, like I said, I don't know. But obviously, if you interview 17 fucking times in five years, something's wrong. You're going on three interviews in offseason, over three interviews in offseason, and you just keep getting passed up for, 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 for guys that are less than. Bro, he waited three offseasons to get a head coaching job, and instead he went to the fucking commanders. As you waited op- all that time to go to the commanders with Sam Howe? Come on, bro. And here's the thing. I don't even think he would have taken that job if it wasn't actually an upgrade. There's no way. He has to be doing more. He must be in total control over the offense in Washington as opposed to being in total control of the offense in Kansas City because making the lateral move from Patrick Mahomes to Sam Howe doesn't make any sense. But if he's making the move and he's going up in title and he's going up in responsibility and they're putting more on his plate and now he's running that game plan and all that, then, I again, I understand it. But if he was doing all of that in Kansas City, which it doesn't sound like he was, judging on 17 interviews, 0 for 17, yeah. and what Shady said, then it doesn't it, it it would make sense if he goes to the commanders because he's getting more on his plate and now he can show that he can run an offense. I, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But to me, his whole goal was to get a head coaching position. Yeah. I don't see this opportunity moving the needle for him or what if they become a top 10 offense? What if they're bottom five? They'd be in the same position they were last year. They'd be fucked, bro. He, he his resume would be smeared. He was over seventeen in. in, in well, no, because he's going to have the excuse of that it was Sam Howell. He will get a little bit of a pass, but not. Yo, I'm tired. Nah, you can't, that offense has you can't, playmakers. You can't have you, you can't have your cake and eat it too, though. Because if he's going to get a pass because of the players, then he got all the praise from Patrick Mahomes then. He shouldn't have been in the head coach. Anymore. This conversation shouldn't be happening. You're right. If that's the case. Fair point. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I actually agree with you. That's a good point. So I'm it's with like, you. For I'm me, with you. you. You, This is your, this is your moment. I respect it, but look, I, I, I don't. I'm think, worried for him. I don't think this moves the needle in terms of him getting a head coaching job regardless. I, I just don't. I don't see it. Yeah. I, I, unless he out, unless the, the commanders are a playoff team and their offense is fucking lethal. That's the only way I can see it. We will see. We will see because now Ramavera is going to focus on nothing but defense. Eric Bieniemy is going to focus all on the offense, and we'll see where well, we're at. Can he lead men? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. That's we will be, find out in about will. eight months. All right, last topic before we get out of here. Derek Carr apparently went and sat with the Jets. They loved him. They told him if he wins a Super Bowl for the Jets, it would make him a first ballot Hall of Famer, which is fucking laughable. No, it's not. It's absolutely laughable, no, bro. Not. We're not doing this here. It's not laughable. Does the ahead. Jets to the does Derek Carr and the Jets make them an AFC uh title favorite? Uh, AFC East favorite, excuse me. Um, I'm gonna say yes, he will be the favorite. I I, I bet. I think he I think he'll be the favorite. To win the AFC East? Yep. Mm. I do. I think they'll be ahead of the Bills. I think the Bills are gonna lose a lot of pieces. Uh, I think because the Jets are going to get a quarterback and they're going to plug in some other holes that they that they need to do. Same. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think they'll be the favor. I think it will be very slight favor them in the Bills. I really do because I think they're a quarterback away. They won what nine games, seven, seven. games, seven games. They were Con- seven and three. Kind of lost out. Kind of reminds everybody of the Bucks. Kind of when they got Brady. I'm not comparing the two quarterbacks. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying the the situation. It's like oh wow, the Jets have talent, right? They're missing that quarterback, right? And then here goes that quarterback, and then they go on a run. 
I can kind of see the situation kind of popping off like that. But um, but Derek Carr to me, um, I don't know. I, I I would say yeah, they would be the favorite. Um, I actually also agree with that um, because I like it as you alluded to, I think the bills are going to lose a lot of pieces mm -hmm. and especially if they lose digs, it's over for them. They have no playmakers on their offense besides Josh Allen. So, yo, you don't think you'd be a, he'll be a first out hall of famer if he won with the jets, bro. Fuck. No. Again, with the low bar, let's, let's have the conversation right now. Let's finish this episode I'm, off with some, with some real pot and shit. I'm all ears. Let's this is, this is like front porch cone. Fired up, eyes bloodshot. Nah, let's do it. Go this ahead. is this is some. How extra, do you actually level God Potten? How on a serious note are you? Are you? Are you being serious here? You think if he won a title with yep. the with the uh... I, bro, look, the bar is low, and I agree with you. But here is my reasoning. Go ahead. And this this reasoning is is just to me, it's fucking glaring. Go ahead. He would be. The Jets haven't won jack shit in forever, bro. Right, New York media. If they won the Super Bowl, if the New York Jets won the Super Bowl, yep, bro, it would be iconic as hell. It would be so iconic, bro. They haven't won since fucking Namath. It would be amazing for that city. But all no. the Jets fans, the the New York media, they would eat that shit up way, way, way high. I get that, but that and, doesn't. But, but that's what sells, bro. Yeah. That's what would make him because everybody the the votes come from um is it is it old players? Is it the LD something like the Hall of Fame yeah. class or something? Yeah, something like that. Like they would vote that in because the Jets, bro. Nah, bro. See, listen. See, let me let, bro. let me break it down to you. He would be a Hall of Famer in New York because it would be the first time they won something in forever. But a Hall of Famer, a legend in football, dude, there's be. no way, Nick, because here's the thing. He, would be, he was bro. drafted in 2014, so he's been in the league nine years. He has four playoff appearances. I'm not going by the talent. I'm not going by the talent. I am going. He has two playoff appearances, excuse me, not four. He has four Pro Bowls, two playoff appearances. He's 63 and 79 as a starter, Nick. So that, just for all intents and purposes, he goes 10 and 7. So that would make him... 73 and 85 as a starter. So if he's 12 games under 500 and wins a Super Bowl, you think that's a you think that's Hall of Fame worthy? But my reasoning was never the numbers. My reasoning was just straight up the moment, the iconic, the iconic uh moment of it. Like it's it's the Jets be a beautiful Derek story. Carr. It would be a beautiful story because he was written off. And he, you know, he got dumped. He got released by the Raiders. Then all of a sudden he goes right to the Jets. And then if he won a Super Bowl right with them, oh my God, his name would be in lights everywhere in the city, dude. It Here's would the be, thing too. It would be miraculous, bro. You don't even understand. I know like that's, but that's that, but that's the, that's the world we live in, dude. He's got 35,000 passing yards. Nikki. I, I and here's the thing. I just said that I think he would be the AFC. Fucking crazy, though. I think he would be the AFC East favorites. But here's the thing. He never did it in Oakland or in Las Vegas. So, why only reason I'm saying that's because their defense is amazing and he's never had a defense ranked higher than 20 in his entire career. So his defense has always been in the bottom, the bottom 10 in the league, always been trash. So if he comes to the Jets, they have a great defense. They have the offensive rookie of the year. They have some, some pieces. They get Brees Hall back. I think they could be good, but I'm not going to sit there and say that they're far and away going to be a contender in the AFC. They're a contender in their division, not in the AFC. Nobody's getting scared to play the Jets. Do you think Derek Carr is better than Mark Sanchez? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. What? 
I don't know about that. You're you're, you're wild. Fam. I'm wild. You are. You're acting like that's a foregone conclusion, bro. Mark Sanchez. I don't know. He be Tom. He be Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in back to back Super Bowl games. I mean, in back to back playoff games, bro, didn't he? Bro, you you think Mark Sanchez is in the same conversation as Derek Carr? Is bro? No, insane. you're you're talking right now. Like I'm saying, Mark Sanchez is 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 him, and and Derek Carr is him. I'm just saying they're in the same level of league average quarterbacks. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I would take Derek Carr over a Mr. Sanchez any day of the week. And to me, it's not even close. Nick. Bro, if you put Derek Carr on those Jets teams, they would have won at least a Super Bowl. Mark Sanchez is 37 and 36 as a starter. And he got carried by that awesome-ass defense. Yeah, he got carried. Bro, the Jets defense I got is really you. fucking good, bro. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with they, you. I'm joking. Really were, but my point is, is that he's a 500 quarterback, and Derek Carr is below 500. And I don't, But I don't think that there's that big of a disparity between them. Bro, if you put Mark Sanchez on the fucking Raiders, they would, they, they, he wouldn't win four games. Well, Derek Carr only won five. He went with four games. <laughs> well, he's just, better. Exactly. But, like, bro, like, you can't deny the stats, bro. Like, he, I, look, I'm, here's the thing. I'm not a car hater. I actually root for car. Either, I like car. I'm not either. But if the man goes to the Jets and he's there for three years, he finishes off his career with 300-plus uh, touchdown passes, and it's like a three-to-one ratio between touchdowns and interceptions, and he has – I don't know, 50,000 passing yards, but he's got a Super Bowl with the Jets. I think it's to be a slam dunk to be a Hall of Famer. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You're fucking insane. Absolutely. I can't believe you're saying this. I can't believe you're putting the name theories on this. It's a, it's not a theory. It's, it's. The, I, I know the market, bro. The market would, dude, the New York media would love Derek Carr, bro. They uh, of just, course they, they would, would because him, he can bro. handle the media and he knows what to say at the but, podium, but that doesn't make him no, a Hall no, of Famer. But, but, I'm not saying it makes him a Hall of Famer, but you got to look at the at, at the at the voters too, the people that are voting. Yeah, they're gonna say, that okay, matters, he went to bro. a team, he went to a team that was good, and he and he made them a little bit better. It's not like a Matt Stafford situation. Why not, bro? Because Matt Stafford's passing stats are serious. But yeah, but he's been in the league way longer than him, dude. Matt Stafford came in 09, Nick. It was a four, it was it's four years. Four years is a long time, bro. I mean, if you throw for 4,000 yards a season. I mean, Matt Stafford has 52,000 passing yards, and Derek Carr has 30, 35,000. Yeah. 17,000 in four years. That's pretty good. That's about 4,000 apiece. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see it. So that's what I'm saying. Same trajectory. Yeah. That's what I mean. To a degree, but I think Matt Stafford's better than Derek Carr. Uh, yeah. I, I, I would put Stafford up there because I think he did it with a, a much more difficult team throughout his career. The Lions right, he were, was, they were, were fucking hard. awful. They're the joke. I mean, the I, I not the that Raiders, the Raiders are much better. Right, 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 right. So, but don't but, get it twisted. But I, I still think that the Lions were in disarray the entire time. But, I, I mean, look, Derek Carr, dude, it, it's the New York media, bro. They're going to eat that up all day long. All day long. He would be on fucking billboards in Times Square. It would be all over yeah. the place. And his personality would sell like a motherfucker. That's why. Who? Derek Carr. His personality would, would sell. Yeah, the passion. If he won a Super Bowl with New York, he'd be so passionate with the yeah. mic. Oh my god, bro, it'd be crazy. Yeah. Pause, but by that. <laughs> well, Phil. Yeah, I know. I'm the same. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I think you're wilding out. Um, I'm start calling you Nick Cannon. Well, let me ask you a question. If he wins a Super Bowl and he plays fucking excellent football for the Jets for the, for, for the next three years, what are you going to say? You don't think you, you because no. I'm, I'm you got to be a prisoner in a moment yeah. at some point. But Nick, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna ball out and play excellent ball because I think he's just a league average quarterback. The question was. If he wins a Super Bowl, is he a first ballot Hall of Fame? Absolutely and not. I said absolutely yes because of the market that he's in. Like Eli Manning is going to be a first ballot. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He won two of them things. 
against Tom Brady. I get it, but he was no. It, it, I mean, based on the stats, it, it, he ain't better than Carr. Stats wise, Nick. Trajectory wise, you're going by the wins. I get it, yeah. but like, well, Ma- I mean, Eli Manning was only 500 as a quarterback. All right, so. well, Derek Carr's been on the Raiders. We'll Give see. him some slack. He had the worst defense in in in, in the league. We will see. All right, guys, thank you for episode 145. I don't know what theories was on that last segment. I'm passing it off to him, and we're getting out of here. <laughs> I think you're delusional over there, bro. I think I think you're starting to lose your touch. <sighs> <laughs> thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And we will see you guys next Thursday or this Thursday at P&I, baby. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs>